0: Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sestonica, the first sustainability recognition for vacation rental homes. What if vacation rental professionals could influence millions of travelers to make their own homes more sustainable? Show the world that you have taken steps to make your vacation rental consume less and get your badge on Systonica.com. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Green Path Podcast. If you have started on your green path journey, have you come across a situation where you think you're not sure where you're at with it? Are you dealing with so many different parts of the profit, planet and people aspects, but wouldn't it be great to see how it all fits in together, especially showing your progress with each of these aspects? Well, even if you haven't yet started on your journey today, we'll learn about one platform that centralizes your progress and let's get into it and learn all about it. Today, my guest is Julie Cheatham from Weaver. Hello, Julie. How are you?
1: Hi, Deborah. So well. Lovely to be here.
0: Oh, and thank you very much for coming along and sharing uh, Weaver with us. So um, I'd like to start where I normally start. With. So, Julie, can you tell me or tell us, how did, uh, where did your Green Path journey start, your own personal one? Sure.
1: So I I didn't start with a very green path at all. I started in banking and financial services Mm -hmm. and and I did that for about 15 years. And over that time, I became more and more passionate about human rights and um, looking at sort of labor exploitation and things that were happening in the labor market. And that led me to go into uh, more of a consulting kind of career. Mm -hmm. And I quickly figured out that supply chain and environmental issues are very closely connected. And so it was actually the human passion that led me into a more broader balanced business passion, which led Mm -hmm. to the environmental side of it. So Mm -hmm. I like to look at sustainability holistically rather than just thinking about carbon, for example, or or waste.
0: Yeah, usually, um, well, in my opinion, in my case, um I always think about sustainability as the environment as you know in terms of in my industry it's always about the property the property the management business but there are all those other aspects that tie in with it yes and and so now you're working at Weaver so can you please yes. explain what Weaver does Sure so
1: Weaver was born out of the covid pandemic One of the good things, I like to think, that Mm -hmm. came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my sustainability clients at the time was a private nature reserve in South Africa. Mm -hmm. And the owners um, got me together with a few other people and started a think tank to say, how could we help the resilience of this travel sector that we know and love because we weren't only facing COVID. Mm. There were so many other things, you know, decolonizing the sector, making it more accessible and more inclusive, Mm. dealing with the, the climate crisis, flat shaming, you know, carbon issues, supply chain issues. And so I was part of an initial group of 10, 15 people that really brainstormed everything that was wrong from financial flows, through to lack of uh, resilience, which really boils down to running your business sustainably at the end of the day. Mm. And so Weaver was one of the business ideas to spin out of that. We're very fortunate to get funding and um, we've launched Weaver to be a digital sustainability management system. So every business has positive and negative impacts. Weaver is like having a sustainability practitioner in your pocket. Mm-hmm. can help you to understand all those positive and negative impacts and work on them to improve the whole time and to keep monitoring and reporting.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned holistic before, and this is a holistic um, system. So can, can you explain the, the, the four categories that the system, the framework, can you explain the framework? Sure.
1: So we've heard of uh, people, profit, planets, or ESG, Um, I like to think of running any business in terms of a balanced scorecard. And for us at Weaver, the things you need to pay attention to are commercial, conservation, community, and cultural aspects. In the tourism industry in particular, we need to have commercial sustainability, resilience, and future-proofing our businesses financially in terms of our customer satisfaction, our working capital management, you know, the plans we're making for our businesses, our risk management. uh, And then we need to pay close attention to our commercial um, impacts on the environment. So our conservation and environmental management work, waters, there, energy and waste, but people and the socio-cultural are really the crux of the travel industry. Mm -hmm. And so are we looking after both our own people, internal community, our external communities, the neighborhoods in which our businesses operate, and the cultural associations, how we are expressing those and how we are preserving, you know, those those ancient cultures and, and celebrating contemporary cultures in a way that's not misappropriation. So mm-hmm. for us, a balanced business that is sustainable, looks at commerce, conservation, community and culture. Mm. And so Weaver has metrics for all of those and breaks it down into measurable areas mm. and, and helps you to understand your impacts in all of those areas.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Now uh, I will put the link for the uh, for the website um, in the description below. But the thing that I like about it is that it's all laid out in a beautiful dashboard, and you've got the different aspects. Uh, what are the what are the eighteen things called? Not eighteen steps. Parameters. Eighteen parameters are all there, and so what you provide is education, and then they have like homework to do. There's some data <laughs> yeah. entry or, or yeah. I have homework. And and what were the other aspects? Then there was uh, learn, measure, manage, and then meet and exceed the goals. So yes. you take people on that journey? We do.
1: And look, sustainability is complex and complicated. And there's this big intention and action gap. You know, so many properties, hotels, travel agents, they want to do better, but it's really intimidating. And people are also scared of greenwashing, you know, what if I do something, but it's not good enough, I'd rather not say anything, (laughs) in Mm. case somebody kind of nails me for doing, you know, saying the wrong thing. So we try to break it down into these 18 parts of your business, we call parameters that are all measurable and manageable. You can just pick one of them, or two of them, or you can try to work on all 18. So Weaver doesn't choose your journey for you, right? We're just helping you to lay out your options. Then you learn. So if you want to work on water, there are 101 guides. What is a water footprint? How do we use water sustainably? How do I know if I'm in a water scarce area or not? How do I monitor my consumption? Then we need to measure, how are you currently performing? Because we can't improve what we don't understand. So we help you to understand where to find data on certain things in your business. Mm -hmm. and how to get them into the system. And we're working on automating, getting a lot of that data in the system to make it easier for the users. Our Weaver system does some lovely analytics and produces great visual dashboards and infographics for you. Mm -hmm. Based on that, you can see your trends and set a target for yourself to improve. And then we can help you report against those targets. There are great resources built into Weaver. So checklists, activities, training materials, guidelines policy documents things that you can use in your own hotel to improve if you've decided waste is your focus for this month uh, do a single use plastics audit we've got the checklists for you for front of house for back of house a lot of these things are really tricky and nobody tells you what to do so Mm. you can't afford an expensive sustainability consultant Mm. Uh, at least you can have a tool like this in your back pocket
0: Mm -hmm. given the the scope all the things that you offer um who's your target audience how big a property manager having one property is it is it you know is it is weaver too much for someone with one property
1: no so we've got small b and b's on weaver Mm -hmm. uh it's really it's choose your own adventure so if you decide to use the tool purely to learn and understand your water and energy and waste management, and that's all you do with the tool, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether you're multiple properties or a single small property or a bigger group of hotels, um, we've tried to make it really simple language, accessible tools, not scary or overwhelming
0: yeah and and you do see progress i i I like the visual it is really a a visual analysis of what you're doing and how you're progressing um yes i I do love the visualness so there's no um deadlines the people work at their pace at their own pace yeah
1: and look we will prompt you so if you started out by putting let's say your energy consumption data into the system every month Mm. and then for three months we notice that you haven't put in your energy consumption data the system will prompt you and say hey do you need some help Mm. and we do have some really great customer service and sustainability practitioners that are available to help you work through challenges that you may be facing Mm. Um, because sometimes we just need a bit of help or sometimes we really get busy at our hotels you know, and we're, we're not able to spare a resource to, to focus on some of the sustainability aspects that we want to focus on. So the Weaver system can help you to catch up, but it's your own agenda. Kind of think of your accounting system or your CRM system in your business. We are a data management system, essentially, mm-hmm. with some lovely additional resources to help you make progress. But it's we're not a certification. We're not telling you what to do. We will recommend you know, things for your targets, your goal setting, best practice, but it's up to the hotel and their owners and their team to figure out what their short-term and, and longer-term goals are.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and given that some people are a bit turned off by the fact that, oh no, it's too hard, it's too complicated. Can you give us just a few examples of some of the things, some of the tasks that you might be asking along this journey? Sure.
1: So um we generally suggest that hotels start with their energy and water and then their internal employee um, well-being and engagement. Ooh. So if we had Deborah's hotel, um, our team would get you onboarded. We would load your property with you and we'd say this is how many rooms you have. Um, this is your logo. This is your currency of reporting choice. Do you want metric or imperial? And we set your property up, right? Mm-hmm. Then we say to you, at the end of the month, we're going to put in all of your energy data. This is typically where you'll find it. So, Deborah, go to your utility bills and put in how many kilowatt hours of energy you have purchased. And then put in, if you've used diesel or other kind of gas, have you used um, liquid paraffin, aviation fuel, if you have a helicopter at your hotel, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And whatever you've purchased at the end of the month, your accounting team can help you to get those figures. And your accounting team can pop them directly into the system so you can have multiple users Mm -hmm. you as the owner and operator don't have to do everything yourself your hr person can by the same token go and enter how many team members you have what um genders do they identify with what cultural groups do they identify as um, are they involved in management or ownership or not Um, And then we'll take you through a series of steps so that you can figure out their well-being and engagement levels. You can survey them once a year to figure out their lived experience of what you are setting out to achieve in terms of your values. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really not too onerous. Mm -hmm. You can get multiple people involved and you don't have to do everything all at once. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. can start. Yeah, And the nice thing is once you've got your initial human resources data in the system, maybe in a couple of months time, you feel up, up to a challenge. So then we can look at occupational health and safety. Do we have a health and safety policy in place? No. Okay, well, here's an example of a generic policy that you can use. Great. Have you done health and safety training with your team? No. Okay, this is the kind of thing that you should source in terms of that. So it takes you
0: slowly on a journey mm-hmm. that's great in, in terms of staff you mentioned engagement how, how would you suggest you get your staff invo- engaged in your sustainability journey
1: I think it's key to the change management over time if you're going to change your business practices to be more sustainable your team members are the people that are doing those tasks and those activities every day so we need to get them on the journey right So Weaver has a lot of training available in the system. So how do I train my housekeepers, for example, you know, to use less energy? Um, And you can go through that with your teams step by step. Pick a topic, you know, for this quarter, we're going to talk about energy use. And then do that with your team on a couple of days, a month, go through some training material. Um, But I like to always identify the champions at a business. You always find a few people that are passionate about this anyway. There will be one or two people that are passionate about gender equality in your business, passionate about accessibility. Someone else will be really passionate about climate change. Someone else will be passionate about recycling. So find out who wants to be part of your sustainability dream team or champions or advocates and and get those people formalized let them meet every two weeks, put it in their job descriptions, reward them for things that we're achieving um, and make a little bit of space in their day. You don't need to have a full-time person doing this at your hotel. You just need a few passionate and committed people that can help to make the changes on the ground.
0: Yeah, I think that's a lovely idea because the thing is, as an owner, if you want to be more sustainable, having that rumbling excitement behind you helps the whole business just push ahead. For sure, for sure. And if
1: you decide as an owner, I would like to have zero single-use plastics, you know, you need a few advocates in every team so that when the spa orders small little individual bottles of immunity shampoos, that there's somebody in that team going, no, this that won't work, remember, we're going single use plastics free. So we need people to stand up for the ideas and to keep them front of mind for everyone.
0: Mm, yeah and and this whole journey on your website and i i was actually thinking about this recently the journey doesn't stop i was thinking maybe when you hit net zero is that when the journey stops but i guess it just doesn't stop it's just this continuous growth clink, clink you know yeah so that, yeah. that you have on your website it's a continuous thing it is
1: it's kind of like an infinite game because you may hit net zero in terms of energy Mm -hmm. right and be completely off the grid everything is clean energy but every time you're replacing a vehicle that vehicle has an impact every time you're doing a renovation or even just a soft refurb you know that has an impact and then even if you're completely sorted on the energy and waste front your people are living beings and you're going to have new people that need to be trained that come into your organization people with great ideas um engaging your guests, continuously monitoring your supply chain to make sure that we've got more and more ethical and sustainable suppliers, looking for ways to keep dollars in the communities in which your hotel is based. These are all ongoing things that need maintenance and continuous improvements and innovation. Even looking at your menus every season, Mm -hmm. it's looking at them with a mindset rather than doing it once and then it's done forever.
0: Yeah, it, you, just in your explanation just now, it did sound like, like oh God, this work is just going to be endless, but I suppose it's not work. It is a mindset and it is an awareness. So like you said, it's just when you're looking at a menu to be aware of how far is this produce coming for this menu, yeah. things like that. So it is awareness yeah. and that, yeah. So it's not I would say, hard work.
1: I would say it's just changing the lens through which your whole team eventually operates. Because these are things we do anyway. Mm. Every season we revisit our menu, right? Mm. Most places do. And so when you're looking at your menu, you go, well, what's seasonal for us? And what's, you know, local for us? And are there any great new local suppliers that we could try out? And are there any new ethical kind of products that have come onto the market around us lately? Mm. Um, It's good practice to look at Um, the people that you owe money to in your supply chain at least once a year and go what are the terms Mm -hmm. what are who's giving us good service Mm -hmm. you know who's not giving us good service and at the same time look at is this a sustainable supplier is it a an American or a Canadian or a Venezuelan supplier or are we importing without actually realizing that we're importing mm. you know? is it a local uh, locally owned supplier uh, female owned have they done something that's innovative to create some sort of positive outcome so it's generally things that are good business practice anyway and perhaps asking an additional question
0: mm, yeah and Bob Garner, he he always uses the analogy, I'm sure you know Bob or know of Bob, yeah, he uses obviously. the analogy of a packet of chips once you start eating, yeah, if you you want more and more chips. Starting on Weaver, there, there's no, I can imagine, there is no time limit. You start on Weaver and you just do one little step and you can just sit on it for a little while. There's no mm-hmm. rush to do any of it. It's just go at your own pace.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Although- but I can imagine that pace quickens up a little bit when you get more and more into the packet of chips.
1: <laughs> I think it just changes the way you work in general. Once you, know, once you get into it, it unlocks all sorts of fun opportunities as well that the team yeah. gets quite excited about. Yeah. Um, now I've worked with some fabulous hotels uh, in cities, and once they started challenging themselves to find some um, interesting local excursions and local cultural activities that their guests could immerse themselves in, Mm. Had so much fun discovering their own neighborhoods. Yeah, and so I think it's about how you engage this. If it's going to be some terrible thing that we all have to do on top of our day jobs, mm. you know, then no one's ever going to really want to Mm-mm. want to help, I suppose.
0: Mm. But I think once you see the progress and once you see the benefits, it you know it it becomes less of a burden as like oh god, you know, uh-uh, the job on top of your job. And it becomes yeah. more of a okay, I'm on the I'm on the right path here. This is good. You,
1: you also do see some really nice outcomes just in terms of um, your investor lens, right? If you are owning your your business or operating your business, if you get your resource usage under control, that very quickly translates into savings. Mm. And if you change to a more local supply chain, that often translates into quite big savings and better quality outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really engaged with your team and they're having regular training, regular conversations around interesting and different topics, you see your retention um, go up, and you have less staff turnover, which is a huge issue for all of us, especially in front of house and sort of um, client-facing service mm-hmm. stuff. And so we know that for you know any. Um, any sort of trends coming out of hospitality surveys is that the hotels and the lodges that are looking after their people are doing better in terms of staff retention, employee attraction, and also customer satisfaction scores
0: Mm. because the
1: team are engaged. So you do see some very nice business outcomes quite quickly.
0: Mm -hmm. Is is there anything um, within Weaver that uh, a property manager or owner can take to show the guests what they're doing? Do you you sort of like highlight how to share the word uh, about what you're doing?
1: So Weaver has some really nice customizable reporting Mm -hmm. functions. Mm -hmm. And so we've got a number of users creating sort of reports on a few critical things and then sharing those with media or travel agents or guests. Mm -hmm. And because that was going really well, we've created what we call your impact infographic and that will be ready and available by the end of June. And any hotel can do a quick download of their impact infographic. And it's just a nice one page, very visual summary that you can put on your website mm-hmm. or share with your guests, have it up behind reception or in the rooms. And it's a good conversation starter too.
0: Mm. Okay. We're going to start wrapping up, but can you give me three reasons why I would use Weaver?
1: First reason, you can't improve what you don't understand. So we will help you actually understand all the different parts of your business. Mm -hmm. Reason two, credibility. Whether you decide to certify your business for sustainability one day or not, Weaver and the data and the analytics gives you the credibility to say, this is what we do. And this is the evidence that we do so. And we continue to strive and improve. Mm -hmm. And The third is that I think it's going to become a compliance factor. If you are wanting to attract business travelers, it's already a big thing for corporate ESG reports. They need to vet all of their travel suppliers. Mm. And even for vacationers, they don't want to do homework on their holiday. They don't want to think about them damaging the planet or they're exploiting some poor local community. They want to go and stay in places where they don't have to worry about that. Mm. So yeah, I'd say compliance is going to definitely become more of a thing.
0: Fantastic! What a great way to uh, wind up the interview. Uh, I will put the link for Weaver in the uh, in the description below, and uh, might pop in Julie's uh, email address too if anyone has it. Yeah, any- you're welcome. Or any questions, you can pop them in the comments below. Julie, thank you so much. It's been really lovely learning about Weaver.
1: Thanks for having me, Deborah. It's such a pleasure to be here, and thanks for supporting. You know, sustainability in general. Mm. Uh, it's nice to meet like-minded people.
0: Yeah, it's been it's look, it's really really fascinating. I was explaining to uh, to Julie at the beginning of the at uh, the episode. I have no sustainability background, and it's been really really great hearing about all these great initiatives and what property managers are doing. And in fact, that I realize that I'm doing a lot. Uh, Of sustainable things without even realizing so it's really great to to become more aware of uh, of what's out there and what we're doing and what we can do it's great thank you very much Yeah.
1: yeah and telling the stories of all the great things you're doing
0: yeah yeah okay well thank you very much Julie maybe we'll have you back for another episode soon sounds good it was lovely to meet you Deb and you thank you Julie bye bye Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and were at least a little bit inspired. If you'd like to catch up on the other episodes that you've missed, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com. See you next time.